Welcome to the Harvest Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that it will encourage and inspire you. Enjoy this week's message. Hi church, good morning, greetings. As you can see here, we are recording this from the home in view of the MCO lockdown. We are not at liberty to make trips outside. And so let me bring you greeting first of all on this Easter Sunday and you'll be hearing it in your home and we bring it we bring you greetings to all those who are watching in in clang and beyond clang we are so delighted that some of you are tuning in from sabah sarawak and singapore and philippines and and even america and uk i'm so shocked that uh, you i'm so humble that you are listening to uh, this recording and even uh, in malaysia we have uh, received uh, a, a note that some of you are tuning in from penang taiping ipoh kota balu kuala terengganu and singapore and we are so thankful that this uh, vehicle has produced i mean provide us a way to reach you on this easter sunday now some of you are wondering uh, what has the title behind on the screen got to do with Easter Sunday. Well, I will explain to you sh- shortly. You see Easter Sunday is about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, you know as we know that grave did not wasn't able to hold him back. Death could not hold him back. On the third day we read in the scripture that Jesus has risen and he's not only risen he's also living in each one of our life and i i pray that all of us will be ever conscious that Christ liveth in us so coming back to the title as you see on the screen characteristics of a lockdown survival now noah did not live in the ark for only 40 days and 40 nights most bible commentators agree that noah and his family was they were in the ark for over a year 360 over days yes it rained for 40 days and 40 nights in genesis 7 verse 4 but we also read that the waters cover the earth for 150 days in Genesis 7:24 now if you read on the scripture you will discover that as we calculate the number of days and add up the days by the time we reach Genesis chapter 8 it is well over 360 over days now in Genesis 8 verse 14 God told Noah to come out of the ark Now before I go there I wish to add this in in the very beginning in Genesis 6 it says Noah found grace in the eyes of God and that's a very powerful thing because grace will separate us from the rest Noah found grace in a midst of a trying time Noah found grace in a midst of a very evil world and may i encourage you this morning as well may we all find grace in this trying times and then the next scripture that that i want to uh, 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 encourage you with is that god remembered noah 
after the ark was on the earth for 360 over days. The scripture tells us God remembered Noah. And I want to encourage you this morning as well. Whatever condition, whatever state you and I may be in, God remembers where you are this morning. So hang on there. Hang on tight because God remembers you. So coming back to the passage of scripture again. Now putting things in perspective, you and I realize that our lockdown is now 30 days and God willing and God forbid there, there will be another extension. So our lockdown is only 10% or rather less than 10% of Noah's time in the ark. So coming back to the scripture again, what was the first thing Noah did after coming out of the ark? We read here, Noah built an altar to the Lord. He sacrificed a burnt offering. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of man, even though every inclination of his heart is evil, never again. I will destroy all living creatures. Thank God. Thank God. God made that declaration. But you can see Noah did that. After surviving the longest lockdown, what was, what was he feeling? A sense of gratitude. A sense of gratitude. And, 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 and so should we. After coming out of this first and ever lockdown in Malaysia where one third of the world is in lockdown. What will be the general feeling of each and every one of us? It says here, out of a grateful heart, Noah build an altar and make a burnt offering to the Lord. And the Lord responded, the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma it says here, pleases God. And, and someone once said this, when we are grateful, fear disappears. Abundance appears. What separate privilege from entitlement is gratitude. The more grateful we are, the more beauty we see. We become ungrateful because of affluence. When we think that the things we have, we are entitled to. We become grateful because of pride. When we think that what we have achieved and accomplished is due to our own effort. We become grateful because of the people that sometimes we mix with. They are mockers. That's why the Bible tells us in some, sit not in the seats of mockers. And we realize that we are constantly surrounded with people that mock at things. The story is told about two families during the time of the Second World War. They were waiting in line to greet the pastor of the church and to make a, small, a, a donation to the church in view of the building fund. 
Now the first family in line said to the pastor, Pastor, as you know, our son was killed in the war. We would like to make a donation of $200 in memorial of him. Soon after that, a second family came up to the pastor and they said to the pastor, Pastor, we were going to donate $200 as well. But since our son came home, we are now going to give a thousand. That is gratitude. That is gratitude. Are we grateful to God? Our lives are spared. We still have our jobs. We are still healthy. Are we grateful to the frontliners who are serving and sacrificing their lives for us? Are we grateful because we still have food on our tables? I saw in a Facebook, many of you are so creative in your cooking. Every other day, you cook up new dishes. We still have plenty in times of difficulty. God has blessed us and we should be grateful. Secondly, we also realize that gratitude always makes us go back. The story is told in Luke chapter 17, the healing of the ten lepers. Then one came back praising God in a loud voice. Jesus asked, were not there ten? Only one came back. You know, gratitude always makes us go back. And I trust that each and every one of us here will go back and remember what God and perhaps what others have done to, for us. Number two, we also discover that gratitude always makes us give back. In the account that is recorded for us in Luke chapter 7, we read Jesus was a guest in a home of a rich man. And then out of nowhere, suddenly a woman came and anointed Jesus with alabaster flowers or perfume. And of course, that immediately invoke all kinds of feeling in the home. And many of them say to themselves, if only the Lord knows the kind of person this lady is. Jesus knew what was going on in their hearts, said this, for she loves much because she has been forgiven much. You see, gratitude always makes you want to give back. That woman was grateful. She wanted to return to the Lord what the Lord has done for her. You see, when we are grateful, we always give back. Thirdly, gratitude always makes us think back. We have the scripture here in 2 Samuel chapter 9, when David eventually and finally became king of Israel, when he sat on the throne in his palace, suddenly he thought back 
and he said to one of his officials, Is there anyone left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now David remembered what Jonathan did for him when he was fleeing from King Saul. Jonathan put in a good word for him. Jonathan saved his life many times, forewarned him many times. And so when David now becomes king, he thought back how he could repay the kindness of Jonathan. And you read the story, later we discover that Mephibosheth was received favorably by the king for the sake of Jonathan. Now, the second characteristics of a lockdown survival is that they are fruitful people. After God smelled the pleasing aroma of Noah's sacrifice or burnt offering, God said to himself, never again. And then the next few verses, God was so pleased with Noah and he said to Noah, I will bless you and you will increase in number and fill the earth. Now it's God's desire that we become fruitful. We should not come out of this experience bitter, but better. We should not come out of this crisis fretful. We should be fruitful. Pessimists always say that the glass is half empty. And the optimists, they say it is half full. But Christians, we should be able to say, my cup runneth over. That is fruitfulness. So after coming out, Noah became grateful. But God also made him fruitful. I pray that each and every one of us, after this crisis, after this lockdown, will we come out a better person? May we come out more fruitful. May the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, faithfulness, be manifest among us. The psalmist in chapter 1 said this, we will be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that will bring fruit in due season. If only we are faithful to God. Show me a person that has gone through difficult and trying time and I will show you a person that will be fruitful and grateful as well. My prayer is that each and every one of us here will be grateful and fruitful. Let's come away out of way of this experience, fruitful in our dealings with God. Finally, the third point. We also discover that lockdown survival are colorful people. God was so pleased with Noah and he said this to Noah, I now establish my covenant with you. The sign of my covenant will be the rainbow in the clouds. Genesis chapter 9. Now, the thing, the things about, about rainbow is color. We are attracted to the rainbow when we see one. 
is because we are attracted by the color. And they say the rainbow usually appear after a storm. Rainbow speaks about many colors. Now, lockdown survivors are colorful people. They have story to tell. Lockdown people, they laugh when others cry. They stand when others run. They give when others take. They bless when others curse. Imagine a world without colors. Life is pretty boring and stale. Not much of variation, not much of beauty. Everything will be grey, sad and gloomy. Colours is what make nature and fashion and flags and food more interesting. Look at the different colours of clothes and dress you wear today. Look at the different colours of paint in your house. Look at the different colours of cars that we have. Colors make life vibrant. Colors affects our mood. Driving will be impossible if the traffic light has no colors. That's why we appreciate rainbows. C.S. Lewis once said this, We must show our Christian colors if we are to be true to the Lord Jesus. Now, to those of us who have survived a crisis, to those of us who have come out of testing, actually, we are very colourful people. Look at the church. Only cults demand uniformity. But the church, there is diversity. Only a cult demands that we dress in one colour. But a church, we have all sorts of colour. And the wonderful thing about the grace of God, in the manifold grace of God, the Apostle Peter said, make us colourful. Look at the characters that we have in a church. Look at each and every one of them. They are so different from us. Each of them has a testimony. Each of them has a story. Each of them has gone through painful process. That's what makes the Christian life colourful. And we thank God that out of this lockdown period, instead of complaining and murmuring, we should be coming out of this experience saying, thank God, we still are blessed. We still have a job. We still have a church to go to. Why? Because God's grace is the thing that separates us. My prayer to all of us on this Easter Sunday is that we be fruitful, grateful, and colourful. Wherever you are this morning, let each one of us resolve in our heart that after all this, we will be grateful. Only God can make us grateful. Remember, when you are grateful, you will always give back. When you are grateful, you will always 
think back. When you are grateful, you always remember. And we are grateful people. Allow me to pray for you this morning before we go. And wherever you are this morning, whatever state, whatever condition you may be in, remember, God is with us. Remember, God remembered Noah in the ark. He did not leave him there. He came back to him and out of that, Noah started the whole history of mankind again. Allow me to pray for you this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you that this morning, for all those who are listening in, may we find courage, may we find hope, may we find assurance in these trying times that we are living in, where everything doesn't make sense. We pray that, Lord, out of this experience, may we come out grateful. May we come out fruitful. May we come out colorful. We pray for each family. We pray for each person that are hearing. We ask in the name of Jesus, whatever state, whatever condition they may be in, Lord, may your grace find us. May your grace remember us. May your grace sustain us. Today, as we give our lives and as we remember the resurrection of our Lord, thanking you because he did not remain in the grave. Death did not defeat him. Instead, he is alive. And this morning we know the risen Lord is alive very much in each and every one of us. We pray that as we face the coming days, we will face it with courage and hope in our heart. For this we pray in Jesus' name.